Hey, greetings everyone from our home to yours. I hope this finds you safe and well. Welcome to another edition of The Things Jesus Said, The Stories Jesus Told, and The Lessons That Jesus Taught. Today we'll be in Matthew chapter 14, and we're going to look specifically at verse 31. The context for this passage is that Jesus and his disciples had just fed 5,000 plus people with a little boy's lunch, and then he makes the disciples get in a boat and go ahead of him to the other side of this huge lake that we call a sea, and Jesus sends the crowds away, and then then he heads up to the mountain and prays. <clears throat> so the night comes, the waves pick up, you know, where they're traveling, the wind is blowing, they're about a mile from land, the Bible says, and they're just getting pummeled. Then about three in the morning, they must not have made it very far, they're still fighting the wind and the waves, and Jesus starts walking on the water towards them. The disciples freak out, they're terrified, and, and they call Jesus a ghost. And then Jesus says to them, hey, it's me, take courage, don't be afraid. Then Peter says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you. And Jesus says, come. So Peter gets out of the boat, and he starts walking on the water towards Jesus. And then Peter notices how strong the wind is, he becomes afraid, and he starts sinking, and he cries out, Lord, save me. So Jesus is right there, and he reaches out, and he saves Peter. And he says to Peter, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And those eight words have been misunderstood and misrepresented ever since. And we, if we take this verse and we push aside the idea that's, that's ingrained to us from years and years of, of evangelical thought and teaching, that Jesus was beating Peter up for having little faith, then when Jesus asked Peter why he doubted, we take that to mean that doubt is the opposite of faith. And part of that problem comes from our suffering from versitis. And, and that's an idea from Leonard Sweet uh, that encapsulizes the idea that we have taken the Bible and cut it into chapters and verses. And what we've done is we've ripped apart and destroyed the context by simply studying the Bible by those verses rather than the context of the stories within. So you might be saying, hey, wait a second, that's what you're doing. And No, I've provided you the context, and I'm explaining the whole story to you in light of what those eight words mean. Another problem is, is that we have the wrong, or at least a very narrow understanding of the meaning behind the words like faith and doubt. Believe it or not, doubt can exist and is in fact a necessary part of your faith journey. It is an element of faith. The opposite of doubt is trust, certainty, and conviction, not faith. The opposite of faith in the Bible is not as easy to pinpoint, and essentially in Jesus' time, the opposite of faith was what we would call fear. Okay, so when you Google that, you'll get to all these people saying that faith is not the opposite of faith, because they start with our modern misunderstanding of faith and argue the meaning of faith from that point of view and not from the point of view in Jesus' time. Faith has come to mean, to many, belief. But the opposite of belief is unbelief. That is a very finite definition and understanding of the word. It means you believe or you don't. But faith is not that simple. Faith has varying degrees. You can have a lot of faith, or like in this story of Peter, you can have just a little bit of faith. But you still have faith. So even if you don't think that the opposite of faith is fear or, or not, we know that it is not the opposite of doubt. And faith really should not equate belief. 
So who's right? Well, think of it this way. Peter walked on water and then got scared. Jesus said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? But Jesus was not talking in opposites. Peter believed, he doubted, he had faith, but he wasn't certain. All of those things were happening in this story. All of those were happening when Peter was walking towards Jesus. And Jesus was not scolding Peter for his little faith or his doubt, the way that you hear preachers talk about it. Maybe it would be easier if we just said it this way. Jesus said, come. Peter got out of the boat, and that took tremendous faith. That took more faith than most of us actually have. We can talk about it now in our safe you know, environments and offices and, and homes, but it takes more faith to be out there in that storm and to see Jesus walking on water and then get out of the boat. It takes tremendous faith. Then when Peter saw how bad the storm was, well, he, he got scared. I mean, that's normal, and he started sinking. But we don't know that he started sinking because of his little faith, and, and Jesus never says that. We imply that by what he says. And, and Peter could have started sinking because he doubted. Again, we imply that, but remember, doubt is not the absence of faith but we imply those things. So maybe this will help. What if Jesus said it like this? Dude, that was pretty good. Man, it took a lot of guts for you to get out of that boat. It took a lot of faith in me to get out of that boat, especially in a storm like this. But what happened at the end, Peter? Why did you get scared? What were you afraid of? I am right here. Don't you trust me? Now, some of you are saying, no, 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 no. That's not what Jesus said. Isn't it though? Read the story again, the whole story, and visualize in your head what's happening. Put away your preconceived ideas and understanding and notions of what Jesus said when he said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Or maybe it was Peter. Why did you get scared? You had this. What were you afraid of? I'm right here, man. I'm right here, right here with you. Don't you trust me? What are you scared of? I think we're scared of lots of things. Sometimes we're scared of the truth. But the good news is, Jesus is right here with us. Regardless of how much faith you have, have some faith and trust him. Have a great week. Grace and peace to you. God bless you.